Think about a time you've come across someone who possesses something special. Imagine taking ordinary topics and viewing them through their lens. Welcome to Success Shorts, insights that challenge us to be extraordinary. Let's go. I'm Arul Chanel, and today I'm joined by Ozan Barol. Ozan is a rocket scientist turned award-winning law professor, as well as the author of Think Like a Rocket Scientist, Simple Strategies You Can Use to Make Giant Leaps in Work and Life. Ozan, it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for having me here. So as anyone can tell by your lead-in, you're going to have a heck of a success short for us. But first, let's have a little bit of fun getting to know you. To do so, we're going to play a game called Two Truths and a Lie. Let's hear what you have for us. I've never been camping. I am an FAA licensed private pilot, and I didn't have a girlfriend until I was 17. Oof. So I don't really know all that much about you outside of what I've checked online, and none of those things came up. I'm going to say that you haven't been camping. So I, <laughs> looking back on this list, I'm pretty sure I messed up and gave you three truths at all. Actually, now that I think about it, so I've never been camping. That's the truth. I grew up in Istanbul, which is a city of like 15 million people and camping really wasn't a thing. I am an FAA licensed private pilot, although I haven't flown in a very long time. And then as for my first girlfriend, I think I was actually 16. So that's the, that's the only lie on the list. But even then, it's a, it's a pretty small one. <laughs> well, needless to say, that was fun. But that's not what you're really here to talk about today. What are you going to hit on for us? I'd love to talk to you about the power of contrarian thinking. Well, I can't wait to hear more about that because I think thinking like a contrarian is something that's extremely important and offers wonderful insight. So let's get to it. Long story short, when did you begin to realize the importance of thinking like a contrarian and how did you begin to foster that in your life? It was when I was in elementary school, actually. As I mentioned, I grew up in Istanbul where the education system was deeply conformist. As elementary school students, we wore the same outfits to school. It was this bright blue uniform with a crisp white collar, and the boys all had the same bus cut. Well, all boys except me. I once skipped a haircut, which really angered my school principal. He would conduct these inspections to make sure that everybody was doing what they were supposed to do, and he spotted my long hairdo, and he grabbed a hair clip from one of the girls in my class and, and put it on my hair to shame me publicly. It was a retribution for nonconformity. And I then realized, you know, the students who got ahead weren't the rebels, the contrarians, the trailblazers. Rather, you got ahead by pleasing the authority figures, fostering the type of compliance that would serve you well in the industrial workforce. And that's the moment, I think, when my contrarian instincts began to develop somewhat ironically because I was shamed into conformity when I was growing up. But I began to connect with my, my inner rebel. Now, the word contrarian sometimes gets a bad reputation. It can take on a pejorative meaning because when we think of a contrarian, we might think of that person in that meeting that's like shooting every idea down and just being a contrarian for the sake of being a contrarian. For me, being a contrarian is looking at conventional wisdom and asking why. And more importantly, asking, is there a better way? So the goal isn't to go left because everybody else is going right. The goal is to go left because it's the right thing to do. Having spent some time in Turkey when I was younger, I had a glimpse through that window and I can definitely see how it can produce that counterbalance to the very kind of overt drive towards conformity. 
And to hear how you synthesize that and the intellectual output that it produced is fascinating. So that's where the foundation came from. But how has being a contrarian impacted you ever since? At every pivotal juncture in my life, I've had a practice of questioning assumptions that I'm operating under and asking myself a question that has turned out to be really useful, which is, what if I did the opposite? Now, that's a question that most of us don't ask ourselves, especially in times of uncertainty. We tend to look to what other people are doing around us and copy and paste their trajectories, their tactics, their strategies with little change. So it's a human instinct to conform in many ways, especially in conditions of uncertainty, because our ancestors, you had to conform to your tribe in order to survive. If you didn't conform, you'd be ostracized, rejected, or worse, left for dead. So at, at pivotal points in my life, knowing about sort of genetic wiring and also knowing about the culture that I, I grew up in, I had to affirmatively resist the tendency to conform by questioning my assumptions. And so I've done this a number of times, for example, when it comes to my career choices. I started out in college as an astrophysics major, worked on the operations team for the 2003 Mars Exploration Rovers Project. I think the standard trajectory would have been for me to go get a PhD in, in astrophysics. But I asked myself, you know, is that really for me? And that is sort of the, the standard assumption. That is what I'm supposed to do. But looking back on it, I didn't love the substance of the astrophysics classes I was taking. So I took a law class and I, I just fell in love with that class. I took a year off and worked at a law firm and ended up becoming a lawyer. And uh, I tend to run these small experiments in my life to see what I like and don't like. Um, and I practiced law for a few years and then decided to go into academia and became a law professor. Serious law professors don't write books about rocket science. But what I've been doing throughout my entire career is to basically take this rocket science mindset and apply it to seemingly disconnected fields like law, like teaching, like business. And I wanted to share those strategies with the rest of the world and, and explain how they can use just these simple frameworks from rocket science to make giant leaps in their work and life. And that happened because I questioned the assumption of what a quote unquote a serious law professor is supposed to do. I urge the listeners to ask that question to themselves from time to time. Uh, what if I did the opposite? Even if you don't execute, by the way, that simple question is often enough to jolt you out of your current perspective and see what you've been missing all along. The low-hanging fruit in many industries has been picked. So you can't get ahead by simply copying and pasting from others. But you can get ahead by questioning conventional wisdom and asking yourself, what if I did the reverse? That's terrific advice for work and life. Can you continue down that stream of thought and give us a tangible takeaway that would allow us to integrate some contrarian practices into our own lives? One of the ways to implement contrarian thinking in your life is to reason from first principles. And let me explain that concept using an example from rocket science. So when Elon Musk uh, was thinking about sending rockets to Mars, he tried to buy rockets that other people had built. He shopped both on the American market and the Russian market. And the rockets were way too expensive. He then realized that his approach had been flawed. He went back to his physics training, and physics teaches you to reason from first principles. That's basically a way of questioning all the assumptions that you're operating under. So for Elon Musk, using first principles meant going back and asking himself, well, what are the non-negotiable raw materials of a rocket? 
And it turns out that if you try to buy the raw materials yourself on the market and build rockets from scratch, it's like 2% of the typical price of a rocket, which is a crazy ratio. And so that question, applying first principles thinking, is what led to the establishment of SpaceX and the company has applied that at various different junctures in its trajectory. So how do you apply that in your life? It's really useful from time to time to put a question mark at the end of things that you take for granted. So spend a day and, you know, in this time of social distancing, this is actually a good time to be engaging in this exercise. In areas of your life where creativity and innovation matter, question your assumptions. Ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why is this habit, this routine, this process here? Can I get rid of it and replace it with something new? When you engage in that exercise, it's really important to demand current and not historical evidence. So a lot of our habits processes were developed in response to problems that no longer exist. But the immune response remains long after the pathogen leaves. And so when you're engaging in this exercise and questioning you know, your budget items, your, your processes, your habits, demand current evidence. Is there still a need for this? And even if there is a need for it, is there a better way of doing what you're doing? So I think the people who are able to unlearn what they know and relearn, build up from first principles and create a better way of doing things, they're going to have an, just an extraordinary advantage in defining the future. The interdisciplinary play there was really fascinating. Science connected to evolutionary biology, connected to psychology. It's awesome. If I break it down to its simplest form, Ozan just left us with a really unique way of saying, be present. By stepping away from patterned or learned behaviors, we can make decisions and address problems with a clear mind and in a way that encourages wisdom and insight over conformity and habit, which in the end is a tremendous lesson to learn from rocket science. And how bad do you want to read Ozan's new book or take one of his classes? I know I do. Well, that's all we have for this episode of Success Shorts. Hopefully you found today's topic useful and remember, have fun, stay curious, and keep it short.